Hello and welcome to another Sex Lucky Christmas special. Today we're gonna have a look at a study made by Dr. Laurie Brott regarding low sex drive and also its connection to mindfulness. Dr. Lori Broth did a study on low sex drive and dysfunction. 30% of the women in her study said that they had low sex drive and 15% of these women said that they had a dysfunction in the way that they them themselves were bothered by the symptoms. However, there is no demographic regarding age or any connection to length in relationships and low sex drive so there is obviously this myth that low sex drive can come with age or that low sex drive can come in long-term relationship but in this study there was no correlation and fact was that the demographic that had the most STIs because of their wild sex life was uh, people in the elderly home (laughs) that just started to have more a more active sex life again, but didn't think of potential risks since at that age you are not going to make any babies. Um, a lot of them, some might also have a little dementia, a little other other things going on that um, their wild sex life in the elderly home often led to STIs, <laughs> which is um, encouraging. <laughs> So sex is not something that is for younger people that then get less and less with age. Sex and sex drive is something that is uh, distributed to all ages from the point that we get sexually active. What turns out to have an an effect uh, if you continue to have a strong sex drive and active sex life is your mentality around your sex, um, your lust. Um, So uh, the people that believe that they will continue to have good sex and continue to have a high sex drive had much larger chance or bigger chance to actually have it. While people that didn't, that had the assumption that things will get worse were more likely for that to actually happen. Common myth is that women lose their sex drive when they came come into menopause but there is no data that actually support this um, what can happen in menopause is that the, the the vagina can become less flexible and the production of lubricants um, get less or reduced which makes the vagina dry which can make sex painful Ester- but estrogen tablets and lubrications different forms of lubrication exist and you can also get help Uh, so that in itself does not actually lower the sex drive so if you just take care of the physical parts that can be a little bit more tricky uh, in this period of your life the actual sex drive itself does not change so your lust for sex does not get any less there is nothing that says that you can't have the best sex of your life during menopause or after menopause. The data does show that the psychological kind of wins over the physiological 
So your mentality around it can have a stronger negative effect or positive effect depending on your mentality. And one problem they have when it comes to testing out medication to improve the sex drive is that often in this, when they test it, they have a long, deep conversation with a psychologist beforehand, and then they get the, later on they will get either the drug or a placebo, but the conversation itself tends to actually have a huge positive effect which sometimes does shows that when they it looks like the drug might be working but then when they test properly with a placebo it's not the drug itself it's actually the the conversation with the psychologist beforehand now partly of course the belief that we are taking a medication that will um, affect have a positive impact on our sex drive will can of course um, have an effect, make us believe, um, but in itself, but actually it is shown that having open conversations around our sex life and around sex with an open-minded person that is non-judgmental actually increases our sex drive, can in some cases be more effective than, it, than the drug itself, which just shows that it's uh, really important to be able to have those conversations and I think it's uh, just another argument for having being able to have these open-minded conversations with your sex partner or your lover or your, your romantic partner um, that you can have this open-minded conversation because that can actually being able to have those conversations about your sex life and your sex drive and with someone that is non-judgmental will impact your sex drive and your sex lust. So that in itself can be a huge help long term or if you are in a situation where you find that it is lacking um, a little bit or that you are a little bit more minus in with your sex drive. Then of course you can always seek professional help and have these conversations with a professional. But uh, I think in general, if you are in any kind of partnership or you have a regular sex partner, you should be able to have this uh, open-minded conversation regarding your sex life because it will have a great benefit to both, both of you and also the quality of the sex and how fastly you can progress in your, in the quality and, um, of sex and how much you can get to know each other, but also just the men mentality and being able to have open conversation will also impact your sex drive and your lust. Now, another thing that is very, I think is kind of interesting because I don't think that maybe that it's um, as much talked about is the fact that there is more men that is suffering from low sex drive than there are men the suffering from erectile dysfunction. Now, erectile dysfunction is one of the most common sexual problems that men can suffer from. However, um, there is mo even more higher up on that list is actually low sex drive, which I think is um, important to note because we often think about it as men being this uncontrollable sex monsters, <laughs> which is not uh, isn't true. Um, but also that men, it's very common for men to suffer from low sex drive. So if you are one of those men or if you know or together with one of those men, that is nothing strange.
Low sex drive in men is not only connected to the testosterone levels, even though testosterone can be uh, one factor, and it's quite common that that could be the problem. There are other problems uh, that can cause uh, low sex drive in men, uh, among others, the psychological. Instant feeling pressure to deliver or perform in the bedroom, not having good communication with their partner, not being present during sex can lower the sex drive. So both for men and women, communication is really important to be able to have open communication. And also, as I will talk again and again about just removing the pressure from sex, that there is nothing to be delivered and removing that pressure because putting any kind of pressure that someone has to do something or someone has to perform something or someone has to reach an orgasm or someone have to have a strong bone or whatever it is, that's just putting pressure on it and this pressure can actually be damaging to your sex life. So you want to remove any form of pressure, which you can do by having open-minded conversations. But then also it's important equally for women as for men to be mindful in sex and to be present. And I think sometimes um, there is some techniques that are really, really bad and this is going to be an episode in itself, but where men use not being mindful in sex as a technique to last longer. So not being fully present in the moment in order to last longer. Uh, it's one of the methods that some men uh, learn when they're starting their sexual journey. And it's not a very good method. And if you use this or for any other reason aren't mindful in sex, it's something important to retrain yourself. Uh, not only because it can lead to low sex drive, but also you will not have such a good sexual experiences in general and you will also uh, have the risk of when once as you're getting older that you will have more problems and potentially also erectile dysfunctional problems uh, and struggling because as you age you may you need you you may rely more on these um the sensation and to really feel what's happening which both includes your mindfulness but also how you touch yourself and so on so you you don't want to have any of these techniques that uses thinking about something else not being present in the moment um or any any of these things are a really bad method to use and also if you feel pressure to use them it's much better to train yourself to last longer using other methods, um, which will be an episode in itself again. But for example, you can train yourself using masturbation, you can practice and train to last longer. But also I want to point out that it's not such a big deal. There are so many things in sex that you can do and penetration is just one part of sex and you can please your partner in so many other ways. So I do think we need to reduce this pressure or this kind of idea that man has to last all night or that is bad if he comes before his partner or so on. So I think we need to trash that idea and just focus on how everyone can have the most delightful time and it can be lovely to be able to last for longer periods of time and there are methods for that. Another way of doing it is of course to 
have lesser stimulation or stop stimulation for a little while if you gain closer and you can stimulate your partner in other ways and then continue uh, or just have a low stimulation so you keep yourself erect but um, yeah don't try to think of other things don't try to get out of the moment it's much uh, it, it can be damaging long term and also short term so yeah just want to have that said but I do think it's very like positive to look at the fact that this is not in general like low sex drive isn't about an age and it's not about a time in a relationship which I think is so lovely to get that confirmed it's something that can happen to anyone whether you're single or not then again if you're single you may not notice the effect of it so well because you don't have a partner that is like pointing it out or noticing it with you you may just go through a period where you seek out less sex uh, so it may not be as obvious but it can happen to anyone regardless of your relationship status or regardless of your age and there are some other studies that I'm going to mention as well that show that these things can happen in various ages so there are certain sexual dysfunctions that may be more common during certain ages but different kind of dysfunctions can happen at any age so there's for example teenage boys that also suffer from erectile dysfunction and low sex drive even though generally it might be more common to have a too early ejaculation might be a bigger problem in general but these things can happen to anyone at any age and the same can go for women so there are some some things that are more common uh, like pain in sex and so on is more common with and difficulty to orgasm is more common for younger women but um, that does not mean that that cannot happen in any age while dryness is more common when you are a little bit more mature but uh, again can still happen for everyone so i hope you learned something today and that you maybe this help you to think more positively about sex in your future and feel less pressure in wherever you are now and just know that if you have a positive attitude towards the your future sex life that will actually have a positive effect on your future sex life now i hope i see you again tomorrow and that you check out the sex logic instagram page and look at the sex position of the day and please give a follow and a comment or a like if there is something that you enjoy and have a wonderful day.